0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Ones Podcast. I am your host, Nosby, and to the right is always my beautiful co host, Danny B. So this week's episode is a really special one, as I always say. So we have a really special guest. I want her to introduce us all because I like how she says her I'm name. I'm really excited. Oh,
1: hello! My name is Brianda. Brianda. <laughs> <laughs> me.
0: It me. It me. Yes. Yes. Very I spicy. That. So. Where are you from? Let's get the background so our listeners know I already love your podcast. so
1: Yay! Awesome. I love hearing that, really. So my name is Brianda, and I'm the creator and host of the Super Trip Talk podcast. I'm originally from Boston. I say it almost every episode (coughs) because I... Love comedy and I have a lot of comedians come on. Yes. But I'm a huge fan of Boston comedy. Oh. It's okay. like very niche. We're very brash. Yes. I mean, I'm not a comic, but i I like love brash comedy. comedy though. Yes. Yeah, I do. I like it when it makes me feel shit, you know? We're <laughs> yeah. we allowed to curse. Yes. Yeah. We're a very vulgar uh
2: podcast. Yeah, we actually probably curse too much. Vulgar, but Christian. Yes. yes. <laughs> Won't he do it?
0: <laughs> um, so this week's episode, guys, I wanted to feed my females um, some content. Because the last couple of episodes, we've been having a lot of male guests getting their perspective on dating. And I'm really tired yes, of the dick talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm all here for pussy power. So <laughs> Absolutely. So. This pussy has power. Yes. So we wanted to talk about all things women because um, we catch a lot of slack online and people mm-hmm. are just full of shit and they, I don't like how they feel like we're always exaggerating about things and just like whatever. So talk about a lot of shit, just all things women. So for starters, um, I'm going to jump right into it. TMI, guys. So I just finished my period and I was fucking tight about it because I just feel like I um, People don't fucking understand, for instance, like, guys, when girls are on their menstrual, they still want you to be very sexual with them. And I feel like some people don't understand when it's like, you know, if you have a fucked up period, you don't. Or you go to work, like, I was at work, and people were like, oh, you're really chippery uh, for you to be on your cycle. Because at one point, part of my period, I was like, fucking pissed. And people were like, oh, you're just a moody cursing and you're being a bitch. I'm like, no, I think you just don't understand. Sometimes, I'm like, we deal with a lot of shit. I'm just like, do you fucking bleed a month? So, whatever. But then I saw on my feed a lot of people... N- I don't want to say that in because that's was it's called niggas, but they were, being, they were being niggas. Say that shit! They were being say niggas! That shit, say that they were that being shit. fucking <laughs> niggas! No, because... I don't know if you ever seen this, but, like, online, they'll be like, okay... If I don't understand why she still can't suck dick on her period, and I don't understand why she can't still do this and can't still this. And I'm just like, yo, are you kidding me? Who Sometimes- are the heathens saying this? No, <laughs> no, you'll be fucking. I
2: don't surprised. even want to. I don't even want to get out of bed.
0: I'm like, I'm like, leave me alone. It. Like, give me my, I like trolleys for some yeah. reason. While I'm, I don't know. And I'm like, leave me the fuck alone for like a week, please. Just don't look at me. Like, let me just be.
2: Well, um, I was just discussing this with my friends earlier this week yes. about like, they say that women are um, more horny when they're on their period. Yes. And it's true because... But at the same time, it's like you know, if I'm sucking dick, I'm gonna be a little bit, I'm gonna be aroused, and then I can't get what I want. But so I that's probably why I feel like I don't want to suck dick. What you're I not want.
1: trying to rev yourself up if you're not gonna. Yeah, I'm not what's gonna. Your, what's
2: your aversion to period sex? Um, there's no aversion that I have to it. It's just that, um sometimes i just don't prefer it. like i've tried it before but not wait, what, like what, in... what, what
0: part of your cycle because that depends that well matters.
2: towards the end
0: like not oh, okay, on the first okay, day
1: okay, not okay, a first okay, day okay, okay. i would fuck towel free day one day two day three day four day five are I don't you get... serious absolutely wait matter. wait so you it do it matter. like on the bed it <laughs> It, well, let me be honest. Let me keep it all the way real. I have—I'd be lying. I have the IUD in now. Yeah, yeah. But I was fucking my period before then. I mean, I'm celibate now, so I'm not fucking at all. But I got a whole lot of
0: experience.
2: And <laughs> I would fuck with my period, absolutely.
0: Oh my god.
2: Well, it feels I, good. the only thing is that I don't like to see the blood. So, um, I pref- if I was gonna do it, I prefer to do it in the shower.
0: But this is my thing. It's- oh. No, no, no. Shower I don't like. I
2: don't like shower sex, That's what But that's because my that's thing. That's, fucking but that's weird. why I also try to. What
1: about to... sex? You like? Be honest with me. Be honest.
2: Um, Is it that it reminds you of a nineties R and B? Is that it? Tell me. <laughs> well, so- shower sex only happens for me when um, I invite my boyfriend into the shower. And that's Wait, how it so Wait, you guys happens. don't
0: shower often together?
2: We can't. We can't. He can't hold it together. Like, I can take a shower and get out. No, he, first of all, he's all over me when I'm not in the shower. He's mm. all over me when I'm fucking walking around the house. Yeah. So imagine As if a man. if we get in the shower together, he's not going to be able to hold it together. Yeah. So Listen,
1: but there's just so many cons. Yeah, slipping I don't cons, like falling, slipping. I don't the wanna space. get my hair wet. Yes. I don't wanna get my hair wet. Yes. And also, water is not a lubricant. Like it's not. It, it does not was... help with the glide at all. No. And you gotta be you gotta be the perfect height
0: ratio in order to you
2: make do. that work. Yes. Well, yes. You do it's have to be involved. the perfect
0: height. It's a safety risk. If it had is because one... you gotta get on your
2: tippy toes. Yes. But I'm
0: like <laughs> I, I, if you have one of those luxury showers where they have like the seat and then the shower's actually not beaming down on you, maybe. Like, you ever go to a hotel yeah. and they have a Yeah. To maybe, but I'm not There's into no shower way. sex. There's no way. Even that scene, I was like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm
1: not into
2: that. <laughs> water getting in my I'm <laughs> wearing my, my contacts in. <laughs> oh my no, the contacts getting wet with water is a no. We'll never go. Oh. Have you done it in the pool, though? No, or jacuzzi. No, I how about you?
1: Done it in a jacuzzi. I, I'm, I, I'm I a, felt like a dirty,
2: dirty girl.
1: <laughs> I was like, how many other couples? people have done but this. Was but it? But you know
2: what it is? It's just I'm. I have a fear of getting chlorine in my. You know, hoo ha. Smart. You
0: get it there anyways when you swim. But it's
2: not going up inside. She's of like, the it's hole. not intravenous. <laughs> yeah, like it's. You know, it grazes it. Maybe, <laughs> but
0: but it doesn't go it inside. Of me.
1: Flirts with my pussy. The it's, like, no, right, it's not going. Yes.
0: <laughs> <in." laughs> yeah. You, know, you know what? Oh, this sounds so fucked up. So I, we had sex in the jacuzzi one time. Who's we? Me and my husband. Oh, um, I love the way that sounds. Yeah. Me and yes. My that's hus- nice. Me and my husband. Um, Can't wait. In public. But it was wait. Where's the public? This sounds so. Nas, you better speak up. <laughs> where's the public? okay? Go ahead. So- We went away to this couple's resort. Oh, okay. We went away to this couple's resort. That's pretty normal. And there was this, there's this pool, but my husband doesn't know how to swim. So he's like, if you want to do anything with chloramine, I'll do the jacuzzi. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Cool. There was two jacuzzis. There was a couple in another jacuzzi that was like a few feet away. And so my husband thought he was slick. he was like, just act like you're sitting on me. So I did that. And then I think that the couple next to us peeped and then they like left.
1: I thought we were going to say, and they joined in.
0: (laughs) Now we're talking. You know, at those adult resorts,
2: they ask you that. Adult resorts,
1: girl, they do that at fucking Spa Castle. Are you serious?
2: Yes. I went to, so just to, me and my friends, when we were 19, we went to, not 19, I think it was 19, yeah. We went to this resort in Cancun Court Temptations. And every time we would go, um, they would ask us, are you swingers? Are you swingers? And we're like, no. So one night, this, um... This group of people were sitting in the jacuzzi just dicks out, you know, doing their own thing. And I'm just like, God. Damn, y'all are just out here just getting f- oh my ugh, god crazy! And then we were just like, and then they were old, and it was just like, ugh. Oh, saggy Sir, balls. Please saggy, put it saggy. away, oh. please.
1: Have you guys seen saggy balls before?
2: Oh yeah, we saw it that day.
1: Mm, pendulous mm. balls or something? Oh, else. No, I, oh, they,
0: get they get wrinkly.
1: They get wrinkly. They get white hair. Oh no, you guys, have y'all thought? <laughs> wait, have y'all thought about the day when you got your first like gray pube? <laughs>
0: I'm okay. This is what my plan I haven't thought is. about that yet. And the Ooh, next I year, I want to do laser. I've gotten my pussy laser. Does it hurt? Yes.
2: Oh, my it does. God. But so totally Cardi it. lied when she said, oh, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't feel
0: like anything. That's a lie. So wait. So Aww, do you put... It's problem? not the most comfortable. I you... was hoping I was going to get it. I want to do laser because I'm just like, I don't want to... Sh- I don't like shaving. And now... I, Nair recently, I, tri- I retried Nair again. So Nair's been working, but my husband hates the scent mm-hmm. of like that egg smell. Yeah. But the thing is, you don't get any ingrowns when you use Nair. But the Nair always. It's not good for your skin, skin, though,
2: that. Yeah, Nair is not good for your skin. I mean, really? I've tried it once or twice but I it's get not the really one good. that has
0: argan oil in it.
2: Argan oil? But think that about the. It's more the...
0: than argan oil. Girl. Yeah, because
2: if you think about the. It's something.
0: Yeah.
1: If you
2: think about the chemicals in it to actually burn hair, it,
1: like dissolve your hair.
2: Okay, you know what guys. I mean? And your right. your your I'm hair ba- and okay. your skin
1: are made of the same, same proteins. You know, yeah. so it's still
0: a, it's a little uneasy. Uh, mm. Okay. Oh, I, I only did it like twice. But what lasering is great. Oh, bitch! Let me tell you about my waxing experience. I don't fucking I don't fuck with waxing anymore. No, I. So the first time I went to waxing, I went to European Wax Center, like everyone tells you to go to. Mm-hmm. I go. Um I just felt uncomfortable. Like she was all up in my pussy, and I just felt weird. And then on top of that, because it was my first time getting waxed, she didn't. It wasn't like a clean wax because she was like, "Oh, um, she was like, next time it'll be like a more like you'll you won't have hair because I guess you're not supposed to shave before whatever the fuck it was." And I just was like, I, I was thinking I was gonna come out completely bald, which I, that was the goal, and it was it didn't did go well europe a
2: lot of times europe they say that European wax Center is not a good place to go to, and so where um do you go? um you go to the ones that are good aestheticians like people who really like invest in that because those people at European wax Center they are trained to do it, but they're not it's not like they're under a. Uh, envelope or a corporation opposed to somebody it's who's like one of restaurant's Corp. Like, so, yeah, well, it's
1: like Applebee's. So, when you, yeah. so, so, what they, do
2: they do? are basically the Applebee's oh, yeah. of waxing, right? Do you put wax? that on a shirt?
1: <laughs> do you wax? No, so because I lasered for two years, my hair comes out really faint. So, what lasering is, is it's, it's just hair reduction, it's not like totally eliminating yeah, okay. it. However, what I, the benefits totally outweigh the negatives. And for me, actually, there were virtually no negatives, like it made the hair hair so thin that you could barely see I don't it. even give a fuck I mean I never really cared like if you're if Neither you're a I. guy and you care about my hairy pussy then I don't want to fuck you right
0: There's a lot of guys who don't like
2: yeah I don't want to fuck those when guys. I was when I was 12 I, I remember this guy said to me my brother told me and I was 12 and I wasn't even thinking about sex he's like yeah my brother told me I should not have sex or do anything with girls that have teeth and I said what the fuck does that mean teeth? he's like girls who have hair on their lips and I'm thinking to myself like Mm-mm. Are you? You're fucking thirteen. You don't even know what that even means. Like, That's shut juvenile. the fuck so, up. So
0: juvenile.
2: The, yeah, it was I, very juvenile. Because now that I think about it, it was like listen, the fuck. The, Who thinks I, that?
0: I had. I was given reverse advice where my sister had told me, and I know this is, has changed for her, but she told me. I think I was like probably eighteen or so, and she was like, "Guys don't like bald pussies because it reminds you of, of a baby, a kid."
1: I mean, think. I've heard a lot of
0: older guys say that
1: infantilizing yourself by kind of
2: removing. But then I was just like,
0: "That's weird to say." And then I was like, "Okay," but then honestly, there's some truth to it.
2: There is. I've heard guys say that. It's very porn
1: starry too, and it's just I don't know. It's just for me, it's hard to maintain that. Yeah. A A, it's expensive, so you already have Mm -hmm. to have the privilege enough to even afford that. B you're telling... They're going to have off days. You're going to have off
0: days. And yeah. Even, Having even a vagina lazy- is expensive. Listen. Okay? People hair, don't fucking understand first that. First of all,
2: the hair on my vagina does not reduce how tight that shit is. So... Hey. Yes. Oh, well. Do you guys do Kegels? Um,
1: um, I mean, I'm a celibate and sure well you're
0: a bit, bitch you're probably like a, it's a girl it's a, <laughs> a yeah yeah uh, this
2: kegels point.
0: um not but we really. should be doing kegels though for later but, on in our lives yeah i didn't notice so we don't that pee ourselves when we're 60 i didn't That's notice true. that i do kegels until i knew what a fucking kegel was because i i always would just be doing that and just I mean, know what the fuck it was and then i mean i, like, I oh, have okay. it but i
2: was i i like, was thinking about trying, like, um maybe, like, a yoni egg or something like that. Also, but I also heard that's it. not good for Wait, you. Wait, for your listeners,
0: let them know what kind of kegels you do. Like, how does the kegel work? Okay, so ba- basically, it's, so your vagina, your walls of your vagina are, like, muscles. They're muscles, right? They are. And so, uh, basically, it's like you almost flexing them and tightening like them. Like the
1: sensation of holding in a piece. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, or when you're fucking and you clench mm-hmm. down on him. That's so I do yeah. that all day, just naturally. I don't know why I've always. I don't know why I, that was fucking weird. Nothing, but I don't know how I started doing it. But I, I've always done it. So, um, but my shit is very tight and it's very painful. Like I feel like a virgin every time I have sex, and it's it's.
1: For the first Ooh, couple, get That's
0: nice. it's I nice. Mean, I mean, it's nice, but it's a subtle. It's f- it's it's uh. It, 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 she got I that can t- so I don't want to. I don't want to. It doesn't hurt. I'm but, not trying to. Fu- no, but seriously, if I don't have sex for a week, like, I'm like, please go slow. Like, you guys, hurts, like our pussies are like, designed to give birth yeah. to
1: children, and then they
0: snap, snap back. back. I was concerned about that because actually, Snapping, I had a baby in that April. Pussy back and yeah. Congratulations! Thank you. It's a boy or non-gender? No, it's it's a boy. There we go. I I like that non-gender. Yes. So I had a baby, and I was so fucking scared that my vagina was never going to be. I mean, I think it's changed, (gasps) but for the better.
1: How was that? How was pregnancy like for you? Did you care?
0: Okay. Natural birth. Give us all the details. Okay, let me. Okay, no, 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 so no, let, no, me, no, no. let me let me tell you, especially for our male listeners, I think you should pay attention to this this shit because that's another thing. Like my whole pregnancy, my husband was like, "You don't need medication. Like, do it natural. Like back in the day in Africa, like they didn't do any, they didn't have any of that, and they just pushed." Yeah, okay. And I was like. So I'm sitting here like again, you don't have a fucking vagina, so you have no fucking clue what we're, what we're going through. We're pushing shoulders through our fucking vagina, yeah. like they don't think about that. But anyways, my pregnancy was not the best. It was awful. I was looking I was looking forward to having one of those glowy, like I'm floating down the fucking sidewalk kind of pregnancies where everything's like, oh my God, everything's so beautiful. It was like I felt every time he turned and everything like that, it was painful. It was crazy. But the birth situation. Were there any, were there any complications? So- uh, so okay, complications, child. So, <laughs> so basically, when you're pregnant, you have multiple hormones. As we females always have hormones all the time, but there's one called relaxin, where that is the hormone responsible for uh, relaxing your bones and softening the tissues to push the baby out. Right. So that happens closer to giving birth, but that happened to me early on. So. I can literally feel my pelvic bones moving against, like my the bones moving against each other, like, from the time I was like eight or ten weeks. So walking became painful for me. It had nothing to do with like my cervix was closed and stuff, but the, the, the bones, my bones softened too soon, so I felt everything. So that made it painful for giving birth. And then um, towards the end, I had preeclampsia because I had extreme swelling, and that, that's what is another thing. Basically, it's like hypertension, but it, it's very. Uh, dangerous and can be very fatal in pregnancy yeah so i didn't have blood pressure issues my whole pregnancy and the thing is this is another thing that i don't like um i don't know if you guys have ever had this experience is um people just feel like oh you're a female you're complaining but sometimes when you're complaining about something health-wise or something just doesn't feel right you're really probably right because you yeah. your yeah i was fucking swollen they were like oh my doctor was like I, I had seven kids. You're Are you just, talking about like old aunties and moms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'd be she, doing that shit. She was like, I was, like, I was super swollen. I'm like, my foot was like a brick, like everything. Oh, you're just pregnant. And then last minute, last appointment or whatever the case is, my blood pressure actually spiked. They did testing and they found out I had preeclampsia. So I went and I delivered three weeks early, mm-hmm. which was fine because I was still full term. But, anyways, pregnancy was, um, delivery was fucking nuts. I felt the epidural didn't work for me. So I had to get three more levels of painkillers past that, the epidural point. Mm. So my whole body was completely fucking numb. I was cursing my nurse out. I was calling her a bitch. And I felt bad because I apologized after. No, because she was a bitch. Okay, let me tell you. (laughs) Where'd you have your baby? I had my baby in Jersey and Valley Hospital. Okay. But um, the nurse was a bitch. And I'll tell you why she was a bitch. And I feel bad saying that because I hate calling girls bitches, but she was a bitch. She a bitch. So... Fuck I think it. you should call bitches bitches,
1: but yeah, she, but she was a bitch. Has identifiers? I didn't
0: identifiers.
1: So I like that. Maybe word, not though. a bitch today,
0: but then was no. A bitch. But she was a bitch, and I felt bad because I I'm like I try I try to be a very decent person, but I'm like she was a bitch. I was completely fucking numb. They have this thing called like a a peanut pillow or some shit that they use to help you like move your legs around to get into better positions for labor, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm completely numb. So imagine you're completely numb. That means your body is dead. She's asking me to pull my legs up in certain positions and keep moving them. And I said, I can't feel it. I can't feel it. I'm like, can you help me? She didn't want to fucking help me. She kept telling me, move up. You're not doing this enough. You're not. Oh, we missed the contraction. I'm like, yo, I can't feel shit. And I'm a heavy bitch, especially pregnant. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I can't feel this shit. It was just fucking awful. But other than that, I was happy when my son came out. He was healthy. He's fine. He's a loud ass fucking baby. Danny knows when I'm on the phone. He's usually <laughs> he's losing, quite his, all right. he's losing his fucking mind. But other than that, what I mean. What was the first time? Do you breastfeed? So I breastfed until. Sorry if that's an invasive question. No, honestly, I'm a very, I'm an open book. Beautiful. So I, I breastfed, which was like, people scared me like, oh, it's gonna be painful. I think, it's painful when you don't do it enough because our or you're not doing it yes, right. but our breast milk, when you guys go through that process if you decide to, um, it 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 cares a lot of things, and I think it just softens the the nipple. So if you do it right, and it'll it'll soften you, it up, so it's not bad. I've realized that women
2: like yeah. a lot of my friends who were breastfeeding or. Uh, tried to breastfeed and didn't breastfeed. It was because the the breast milk wasn't coming out. Yeah. Um. In the beginning, but what they I feel like they didn't know was you have to keep like, going. You have to keep letting the baby yeah. suck on the nipple until the breast yeah. milk starts to generate. There because
1: are, there are certain women though that. That can't. Yeah, yeah, I
2: know, I know, I know. But the ones that everyone, I know, they just and they
0: hurt. So every bad. everyone yeah. sub- feel like inefficient mothers. It breaks my heart. So, oh, so, so that's that kinda, sad. that's kind of how I felt. And the funny thing is, um, this is another thing. I think guys need to take a step back from feeling like they can comment on feminine issues for sure sure. my husband was telling me you have to breastfeed like this is the most and I get it like it is very important it's the most nutritious form of milk the baby can get and I get it like I 100% get it I was feeling like you said like down because I I was in the hospital like three four days and three or four days yeah because I had to get I got induced and so that took up like that was Mm -hmm. a day and a half and then he came in the evening so that doesn't count as like the first day um, so my breast milk didn't come in until like maybe uh, two weeks almost but they did not allow me to give him formula at first so I'm over here like my son is hungry my breast milk is not coming in and I just didn't I felt helpless and didn't know what to do and I was frustrated because in my mind I'm like my husband wants me to breastfeed and I don't want to give him formula whatever and it's the things that I was talking about why I felt like this episode would be important is because there's so many things that people don't understand that we have like a lot of pressures coming from different places in different, from different points of our life. Mm -hmm. Like motherhood, the pressures that I I went through and the shit that I go through physically, I'm just like, yo, sometimes I wish I had a dick because I just feel like I can wake up. I can pee. I don't have to maintain it. I don't have to do any self care with Mm -hmm. my dick besides washing and lifting the balls. And if I'm Mm -hmm. circumcised or not, whatever. Yeah. But
1: are you ready for like the emotional stuff that men have to carry though too? Like psychological,
2: psychological, I would never change being a woman to be a man because of this.
1: But do you you understand what I mean when I say that? Yeah, like the amount of psychological pressures that have been conditioned in the male mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why the the I I can't I can't remember the numbers for uh, suicides in this country, but they are predominantly male. Yeah, it's like imagine having the pressures of. Having to take care of a family and being deemed yeah. not or a non a non man or not if you man cannot, enough yeah if you cannot yeah. those kinds of pressure that's mm. that's a lot. Too. But
2: also, I feel like as a woman, we have lots of psychological pressure as well. Like I feel like men have have um, we both experience pressure. We both exactly. I feel like we both experience pressure, but I feel like a lot of the times that women.
0: Um, I feel like it's more vocalized towards us. Though. Yes, it that's is. what men it is. Men aren't afforded it. Yes, it's almost like because yeah, we're, we're always just... called out
2: that's all true. the time.
0: And I think men—the only time that the most vocal thing you hear about men is like you said, if they're not a provider mm-hmm. or if they're like a fuck boy. Yeah, that's right. True.
1: And even then, those fuck
0: boys we, are still successful. Still yeah, I feel like we get called out for everything. every fucking thing for being a female. Like the we, only thing yeah. I feel
2: like men. Um, have to carry that women are allowed to speak about a little bit more is rape, rape culture. I feel yeah. like men get raped a lot and they can't talk about it because they're like, or like get raped by women. Yeah, and they're like,
1: and listen, and um, young boys. Yes, that's exactly sexually abused by older, older women, women. Especially my parents are from the Dominican Republic. All those little boys are fucking by nine, ten. And, yep. how that and, I'm, and we're Jamaican and that's it's, how it works. It happens by oh, older no. women sexually abusing these boys. Yeah. You know, and then those boys grow up. Then they either they either go to one or two ways. Yeah. Yeah. They either go through, down the path of, you know, righteousness where they would never, you know, impart that kind of harm unto someone else, especially not a woman. Or they end up not addressing those traumas yeah. and perpetuating yeah. that same thing by b- doing the fuck boyery and the all those other fucking yeah. fuck yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Ooh, but go this is all about women. Yeah.
2: for sure. But I did want to highlight that because it is it is that's something that happens in the culture all the time. Yeah. This let's um I also wanted to talk about your experience this morning because um yeah, I know yeah. that you guys ready the, to sip on some tea. Yes. yes. I know that men put Because they feel like what they're saying is right, that they can do something that isn't right. So, Brianna, I want you to give us a little bit more information about what happened to you this morning.
1: I've been caught in a Twitter storm of my first bat of, like, beef. I'm telling you, anyone who knows me, I don't beef. I don't even like debating. I swear. I mean, anyone who smokes a fuck ton of weed and does psychedelics... They don't want like beefing. Yeah. They just
2: don't do it. Yeah. They don't yeah. want that.
1: They, it's it's a, it's literally a it's against it goes against the cult like the psychedelic community. Yeah. The yeah. psychonauts. We don't yeah. do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: last night,
0: okay.
1: I'm scrolling through Instagram and I follow this insta and the reason why I'm going to call them out is because of a fact that you are about to discover. This podcast called The Need to Know Podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. They um they're not that big. Mm-hmm. They're big enough, though. They've had some major guests. A mm-hmm. lot of people that I admire have been on their program. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a flyer on their Instagram that said, any aspiring creatives, entrepreneurs um, want to be featured on our program for an interview or whatever, just email here and let us know. Shoot us a line, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, shit, that's dope. So I take, I take a couple of minutes. I already have like, you know, my media kit stuff going and like, yeah, I, yeah. I so I basically just forwarded them that like my acting credentials, my stuff I'm represented, yeah. I'm a union. I'm like, I'm out here. Yeah. And, um, I said that looking forward to hearing your thoughts. And I also said, Hey man, I listen to your show. I, re- I respect the show. And that is a fact because I mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah. um, I send that they respond um, almost immediately, like within 15 minutes and they go, Hey, yeah, we're, we're down to, could, we, we think you're really interesting and that'd be great. Below find below our interview packages. Uh interview packages starting at $200. And then the wait, second what? tier was $300. Yeah. And then the third tier was like three No, it was 200 260 and like three something.
0: Wait, what? wait. I'm oh, Wait oh, so
1: for different kinds of rollouts, mind you, I have ne- I have never heard of anything like this and i'm a small ass podcast i'm not out here flexing like i'm big i am small still but by the grace of god himself i have connections to people who are professional Mm -hmm. podcasters out here Mm -hmm. making well over six figures doing this Mm -hmm. right he started at the bottom too and upon receiving that email response i do my due diligence and i hit up my tribe my council Mm-hmm. The people that mentor me, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, is this you know like this guy? Is this a thing now? Are we doing this? Like this yeah. is like old. This is like terrestrial radio type shit to pay to be on someone's yeah. Like, is that a thing now? And oh one God. of my friends was like, that's against pod code. No, yeah, you, don't. you just don't do that. If anything, you pay guests to be on your show if, if they're major and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Either yeah. way, that's not how pod etiquette works. And once I got that from three major people, I'm not saying their names, once I got that from three major people, I was like, oh, okay, let me respond back. I responded in a very, very, like, respectful way, like, oh, thank you so much for your response. It appears that we're not a good fit. I didn't know you guys charged your guests for interviews, but I'll continue supporting from afar, best, you know, brand. Cool. Um, I go on – oh, when I, when I was reaching out to my counsel, I had also – Uh, Went to Twitter and on the Twitter, I said, hey, guys, am I oblivious to the new podcasting business scheme? We're now charging guests for things. I'm actually confused. Like, I think it's weird, but someone please let me know. And I tagged my like a couple other major people just to like make sure they also tweeted like that is not a common thing at all. Don't do it. That is not a common thing. Don't do it. That is not a common thing. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. So I got like double. Confirmation that that is not what we do. So this morning, I wake up to Savon, a third of the Need to Know podcast. I don't follow him. I don't do, you know what I'm saying? Um, He he tweeted at me saying, This is in regards to.
0: Isn't he on Joe Bud? He nope. does
1: yeah, he does their like media something yeah, with yeah, them, yeah, I think. Yeah, which yeah. I just discovered. Yeah. He tweeted me, goes, never This is in him. regards to me either. This is in regards to uh not that I never heard of him, just the names I don't I, really know. I, I never knew of him and I'm that's not in the
2: shade, I just didn't know of him. Right. Like, yeah. He
1: resp- he tweets at me saying this is in regards to the shade thrown at me by at that he that he asks me. And then he writes this this um Wow This I mean, like I don't even need
2: Who to read it. subs he, anymore?
1: Exactly. Wait. He, but he, he notes screenshotted this long ass thing. This is why we charge fees. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, what? it was a long ass thing about being like, we're an independent. We do this and the other. Like, what? I'm sorry. Okay. Pause. A, I didn't at you. And I am well within my right to go on my platform and ask, uh, yes. hey guys, is this not like, motherfucker, you came on my shit. Saw what I was doing and then go on and at me. Shit. Um, anywho, so yeah, especially when I'm starting to develop a brand in myself and my name. Yes. You got people, there are people on his post being like, um, fuck that girl, or don't, well, I don't even pay her any mind. It's like, that's I, some real nigga shit though. I can't stand
2: that. Wow. Oh, for sure. For, it's not right. It's not right. It's not First of all, I've never heard of somebody actually charging somebody to be interviewed. And I remember back like I don't remember how long Especially ago that was on a men. podcast yeah. when
1: men's ego are when men's egos are penetrated like, uh, like my emo de- email denying them probably did yeah. for them or that tweet and all those other fucking blue checks saying don't do it, don't do it. That probably affected the male ego. And what happens when the male ego is wow. penetrated is they try and strangle, put their fucking foot on a woman's especially
2: a woman of color. I never knew that people pay to get... Interviewed. I remember there was a, I don't remember if it was the Breakfast Club, but I remember there was something that came out. It was a big, like, radio show, too, that was like, we don't fucking pay people to interview. We'll invite you, but we're not gonna pay anybody or we're not gonna make you pay to be interviewed. That's, I think that's, that's kind of stupid. School. And I think that if you're gonna give somebody a platform, give it to them with a good heart. Don't now, give it to them to try to reap benefits.
0: Dane. Wow. You're absolutely
1: right. Now, the way I work is I'm very sylphocleic in the way I think. I try and think. Let me give them the benefit of the doubt. Let me let me let's do that. Let's provide them the platform. Yes. So the benefit of the doubt is podcasting is new yes podcasting is very new and the rules are re- being hashed out as they go yeah mm-hmm. right? yes uh uh so there really aren't there really aren't rules written out a constitution that says mm-hmm. you are not supposed to charge but that that those methods are very archaic that is from terrestrial radio times where they would charge people to come on their mm-hmm. radio shows to promote themselves mm-hmm. that is from like the 90s yes. and shit. Mm-hmm. yeah shit yeah why would podcasting that is considered tech and digital venture mm-hmm. is digital. Yes. Why would we apply what worked for terrestrial radio on this new twenty twenty streaming like world? Right. This industry. I'm sorry, but the rules are male, but we're not adopting that shit. Doesn't even
0: work in radio. It does currently, especially because radio is slowly becoming obsolete and podcasting is becoming the it thing. You know what I mean? So that doesn't even fucking make sense. And at this point, it's really um, like you see. Breakfast Club has and it's a very big uh yeah. radio show. They've had all walks of life on their show. For real. Because, they really do. I mean that show thrives off of having guests, also, so it's a little honestly, it's a little different. It's good to know that all your guests and future guests pay to be there. Yeah, so like, it's
2: not that doesn't even really like- look good. And, yeah. But you know what makes it even worse is like, okay, I understand That's you felt the type fuck. of way. I'm just but so how, shocked.
0: But I'm, I'm so you shocked. Have, his followers are calling me whack. Calling are you me all fucking kidding? Sh- no, yeah. you're fucking whack. That's whack. That's some whack-ass shit. And the and the fact I have that
1: 196 you come- followers on Twitter. You have 17,000. I can't wait to make it wow. so that I can talk on this moment. So I can talk on this moment. I mean, those I kinds of like things that.
2: show what kind of people... Because he's driving
0: the narrative, he, too. What kind of person it. he is. I'm...
2: Yeah. I'm sad that this is my first time ever hearing about him and and then knowing this uh, is what
0: he did. uh, He probably thinks he's a shit because of the Joe Budding podcast.
2: But I don't even care about that. I don't even care about that because that shows, like, damn, like... You couldn't be more mature to just, even if you felt some type of way, why couldn't you DM me? Why did you have to take yeah. it so public? Because I didn't even say your name. I could have blasted you to begin yeah. with, but I gave you the grace yes. of God yeah. to let you rock. And you yeah. didn't do that for wow. me. But it's okay. Because guess okay. what? Karma doesn't stop.
1: These are three black people do- providing Quality content, educational shit. You know what I'm saying? I would never want their program to end or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 400,000 streams is something way more than mine. Yeah. I'll t- By a lot. Yeah. But to be charging that, like, I literally said in the tweet, not even if I was Joe Rogan, who yes. would shit on 400,000 streams, yes. would charge. It's just uncouth. And... We don't, the, the, the podcasting sphere has territories and terrain that has not been explored yet, but I'll tell you one thing, charging for interviews is not one of them. That's not oh. even before it goes, it, was against podcast. Indie. it goes against indie work ethic collaborators. Yes. Sorry. Like I'm, and then he's talking to me about, you don't know people who want an investment invest. I've lost 20 pounds in two months. You know what I'm saying like you don't know do what it's like do you know what fucking investment I fucking, is i fucking hustle and i know what indies like yes and I do invest,
0: um, and that's fucked up because it's like, okay, you know how it feels to be grinding and and building your really, brand really from hard the start. And then somebody tries and then to take use it from you. Your newly found platform to attack somebody who is working their way up, and honestly, the way you made it, the the way you talked about the post is as if they're giving people opportunities like yourself to come on and have that level of exposure that they are they, that they can offer and then you lure them in and with the emails and then you say hey here's the packages why not have an asterisk or some shit like in small fine be... print yeah. there uh, a chart there's a fee or applies or whatever the fuck Everyone knows that you charge that,
1: for interviews now.
2: Yes, because and of you, in order to what? To what put if, me down. But what if he's not charging Bozo. big people? What if he's not charging big people? He's so, not charging big people, and I know
1: he's that taking advantage of of, of of small broke aspiring. Like we're at the bottom, you know. That's that's an irresponsibility of someone with the platform. Wow, we supposed to be
2: first of all as minorities, we should be taking care of each other. Wow, not trying to tear each other down, and
0: it was ego, and Him it's, doing it's that was all sad. ego. That what makes me feel like because I know Joe Button is his mentor, um, and uh, to some degree, and I he know didn't he advise work. Joe Button for that. I'm sure. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I wonder what if Joe has even had a conversation, mm. because my thing with that is I I watched Joe grow up. In yeah, he podcasting. started
2: from the bottom too,
0: and well, um, he started
2: with his career. But yeah. he was he was a small podcast For to sure. begin, and, and then he got. I remember, bigger.
0: I remember, um, and and Joe hustled it out or whatever the yeah. case is. He didn't take money. He just got his big check from Spotify. So my thing is like, I, what do you say to somebody like that? Because you need to kind of uh, what do you call it, Danny, wing them or, or put their arm around yeah. and say like, this is not it because that is. This is something that you're starting now, and you're talking about 400,000 streams. Like you said, there's Joe Rogan who has obviously millions and millions and millions. Has 10 times that. I don't give a fuck what you got going on. Ain't nobody better than the next person. Because nobody. not for nothing, God could take that shit away tomorrow. Yes. Okay? In the next hour. Also, and you're right
1: back down. Now, let's bring it back to, to like the ground. Like That's not a sustainable way of growth. Like, I mean, I guess it is. And I'm sure they've had people pay that like
2: 300 or whatever.
1: People
0: dollars. who don't know. People are, who don't know. That's just, not a part. Yeah. Listen, that ain't
1: pod code. Different industries. I've never even have. heard
2: of you paying for an interview. I'm still fucking stuck I on have, that. The only thing
0: I have heard is paying a guest yeah. to come on. Yeah,
2: yeah of course. Paying a guest to come on the show because you.
0: And think they're that, taking up their time where they're losing any, money somewhere else. I, 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 I can understand What's your that. Main demo? What's your main demo? Like for listeners. Um, so, 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 so far what we have is 18 to like 25 and then we have like an older crowd. So this goes to your listeners who are between 18, 25. We're all in the
1: same age bracket or whatever. And if you guys plan on starting your own podcast or any kind of digital creative ventures, I just want to let you know that it is not okay to pay someone for exposure in that way. Like I'm a represented union actor, right? There, people who come into New York City think that they have to pay to get an agent, and that is some novice, naive things. Like, you You don't have to pay, no, not have you don't pay your agent to represent you. You shouldn't be paying people that are interested in your story and interested in what you have to say and what your story can bring to their listeners mm-hmm. and ultimately is going to kill itself off in the end. Because if you're not doing this for the love of it, for the art of it, which yes. I'm not I'm not implying that that's them. You know, yeah, we yeah. all go through hard times and make these decisions intentionally. Mm-hmm. But that for all the for those young listeners no. listening, don't do that. That is not OK. No. If you have any questions, DM me at that's Brianda at that's. Brianda on twitter and ig and i'll walk you through it or i'll talk to my resources that are yeah. probably more equipped to answer yeah. any questions yeah. but that's not okay especially yeah. if it comes from a fucking man
2: yeah oh God. God. I, I just want to just- shift i just want to shift gears a little bit mm-hmm. because i feel like um that was really intense and it's really unfortunate that people are online still bullying and honestly like you guys have to get a fucking life get a fucking life what the fuck is wrong with y'all why do I mean, y'all think oh your little I, fingers because if I press you bitch you're not doing that I you're not know. doing I none can't of that meet him in person. I, 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 I I don't can't know meet him about Savon, but I'm talking about the followers y'all sitting here following somebody oh, yeah. who is not It's not not even caring about who he's hurting by doing this. Honestly. That shows who you are.
0: I've come into contact with people who talk so much shit on Twitter and, like, they're so big. And then they're, like, these small little people who hide in fucking corners and don't know how to socialize. And then you look at them and you say something
2: and they look stuck. It's Like, like,
0: yo. You're not even about that. Like, let's not do that. That's why after a while, I'm like, "Yo, you. Twitter fingers." Like, I'm cool on you. I, what I, I don't like though is that um, at this generation of men—they are comfortable with attacking females, and it pisses me off because that's or such standing a... by and not saying anything when a female is being attacked. I think mm, that's such a bitch ass title. thing. Like, I, I I always tell Danny like my timeline on Facebook no matter how many people I get rid of or whatever, it's like the narrative is like what can I come at a woman today for? Like shut the fuck up. Like you get all women for being women but then you don't want to be with a nigga so then it's just like everything you're you're bitching about and you're coming at us for and it's like you... you It's, it's bitch shit. Yeah and it's annoying because it's like we already have a lot of fucking things going on that we... That, that a lot of it's out of our control sometimes. Sometimes it's just our body language and just our body chemistry just maybe it's not the fucking day for us. And it's like we always have a lot of things society we have a lot of things going yeah. on in society that is against us and i'm just like it's just a lot of shit and pressure and it's and annoying as fuck to wake up every fucking, fucking day. i mean I'm, I'm annoyed at least by one nigga online every <laughs> fucking day it's every true
2: day. it's men, only
0: gonna get bigger the more you yes
2: become more exposed I, you know i feel like men take like i'm not gonna bash all men because not all men are like this but i feel like there are men out there that take a bit a, a, Take advantage of women's vulnerability. And that comes up because I was in my group chat this morning and I seen a tweet. My friend sent a tweet that JT said, and I'm going to read it. It says, I was locked up with so many women who were in prison because they kept it real with men and those men did not keep it real with them. I want you all to know that whatever you don't, whenever you do, don't let a man influence it, influence you in the moment of love. If he loves you, he wouldn't put you in those situations. And it's not called being stupid. It's called being influenced in the state of vulnerability. We need to let these niggas—we need to—we taking these niggas' money and putting ourselves first from here on out. And that's a fact. I always promote that women put themselves first. Mm -hmm. Don't put no man before you because the thing is that when it comes to the shoe being on the other foot— is that man going to really ride for you? Uh-huh. Is he going to do that for you? That's why I always say I'm never going to jail for no nigga. Because if I go to jail, my nigga not go- I'm not going to say my boyfriend now won't do it because we've had those conversations. But I'm not going to jail for no nigga because I would never do that to my nigga. So if you're going to do that to me, I don't want to be with you. Uh-huh. So men, stop doing that. Stop using women. Stop saying that you want this from her. And then, when, like, Nas talked about it on one of our episodes, you go so hard to fuck a female. And then, when she fuck you, you just degrade her because you're a punk ass nigga. Uh-huh. You're a bitch ass nigga, and that's on you. That has nothing to do with me. That ha- actually has to do something with your mom because she didn't raise you
1: right. Yeah, sorry. A yeah, lot of niggas is not raised yeah, right.
0: Mom, mom, mommy issues. Is- I think mm-hmm. they have Maybe a well lot of daddy issues. That, that too. Don't. Some kind oh, of trauma that came and, derives from parents. But, um, getting back to us women, so I want to ask you guys each: What is the hardest thing about being a woman for you?
1: um can i be honest with you yeah Mm -hmm. um in present time i don't i don't really like to give it even attention but because you've posed the question i would say probably we're not afforded the same luxuries Mm -hmm. like for instance even with sex like men can fuck anybody they want and there's no it's not stigmatized but again i don't even think that's a detraction. Can you start? Because I don't really know. I don't know.
2: Um, There's
1: so many things.
2: (laughs) I feel like the hardest for for me being a woman is not taking on other people's views of me. Because I always say, when you have an insecurity, it's okay once you know your insecurity. But say you're a public figure Mm -hmm. and you have millions of followers, but then you have platforms that um, go against you. I'm going to talk um, specifically, I can say like maybe Cardi, right? She has a problem with the shade room because she feels like they don't, um they don't they highlight, they always put her in a, light, yeah. her in a negative mm-hmm. light. And I say to myself, I say, you know, my biggest fear is having an insecurity, an insecurity and have somebody layer on that insecurity. So I have an insecurity and then now you're going to layer on your insecurity. And now how am I going to break that? Because now I feel like I don't have anybody who's going to help me get rid of this insecurity. Mm
1: -hmm. And you're implying that men don't experience this.
2: I feel like, no, I feel like men experience it. Men talk less about it though. Yeah. I feel like women, we take on, and the thing is, I feel like there are more things layered onto our insecurities than men. Cause men have have the ability to kind of like some men, I'm not going to say all men. I can't generalize this, generalize this. Some men have the ability to act like they don't care. Mm. And, As a woman, I can't do that all the time because it's just in me to be an emotional being. Like, yeah, I can't help that. Mm.
0: So mine is slightly different from Danny's. So I think me becoming a mom has uh, kind of made me zoom in more on this and say, okay, this is what I've been feeling and I didn't know this. So for me, um, what I struggle with the most of being, being a woman is that, um, you're not, we're not afforded, um, the opportunity to not uh, exhibit strength. So for instance, if, if I'm breaking down mentally and I'm going through something and I call whoever, um, people put you in a box like something's wrong when it's normal for you. you. don't have to be strong all the time. It's okay for you to go through things. It's okay for you to be vulnerable and things like that. I hate that other women judge other women for what they go through as if they haven't gone through it mm. or that they can't go through it. And I say that because um, we we want to do an episode on this, but I'll, I'll briefly mention this. I I... Um, was going through postpartum and postpartum anxiety more so than depression. And I remember, um, I think the way media uh, positions postpartum is that it's always going to end up with a fatality or something ridiculous, right? Of the, You ever see these stories with the moms and it's like, so, oh, she hurt her child. She's this and that. So when I started going through postpartum, I immediately was like I'm a horrible person. Oh my god, this is going to be me because they always put women like okay, it's either if you're not strong, you're crazy, right? If you like if you're going through something you're crazy mm-hmm. and that's kind of being
1: overly emotional,
0: oh, overly, overly emotional. emotional or whatever the case is. So when I started going through postpartum, I started working through it myself, not knowing that this is something I can't take on by myself. Did you seek
1: professional treatment?
0: Oh, yes. I, I, and I'm still going through that. So for me, um, even contacting my mom and I was, I did not want to talk to my mom because my mom always exhibits strength, even though she's gone through things. She never wants to tell somebody or she just growing up, she's never been vulnerable like that. So I, I felt like if I expressed that, then now, I'm a failure, a public failure, because now it's known that I'm going through this. So for me, that's the biggest thing with being a female. Is like sometimes I just want to take my shoulder pads off and just say, "Fuck, this is the raw me." I go through shit. I'm not okay, and just let me go through this. Don't make me feel weak, especially like when you transition into motherhood. Um, I remember, and I'm like I said I'm, before, I'm, I'm very open book. So and, and sometimes that bites me in the ass because i immediately get judgment upon me being open and it's like when someone like when i came back to work people were like oh how was it da, 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 whatever and i have to, i have to be honest i said i started experiencing postpartum and i immediately got stares and immediately felt judged and I immediately felt like oh she wasn't strong enough to handle mm. giving birth and this happens all the time, I'm sorry and not to under, and, and the crazy thing is, it's so common though. It's extremely common. Almost seventy percent of women will experience some type of Every postpartum, whether I've it's asked. anxiety or it's depression. We don't vocalize it because of that judgment or the fear of not feeling like you're strong enough, or the fear of people feeling like this is going to be your story. And that was the thing. Like my, I, I've always, um, I've, I've always told myself I can be strong. I always just, you know, dealt with the battle by myself, you know what I mean? And whatever onset of crazy shit, I dealt with it by myself. And honestly, the funny thing is me building a, a closer bond with Danny through this podcast. I've let Danny into so many situations sooner than I would anybody else and been extremely vulnerable because Danny, we started this podcast when I, I was going through post I, my, the, the height of the postpartum. I was like, I just need to get the fuck out and just, just release. be, you know, release and just be able to vocalize whatever the yeah. fuck is coming on and what I comes get to it. me. I get it. So that's the thing that's just the hardest. And it's still till this day um, because even like my husband doesn't understand, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And sometimes I think when he thinks he's helping, sometimes he's mm-hmm. hurting. Yeah. And it's not, um, I wouldn't say it's quite intentionally. Um, sometimes he thinks he's avoiding doing things because he knows like my anxiety might be high, XYZ, I'm going through stuff. But then it impacts me in another way. You know what I mean? So it just, it it, it gets crazy because when you tell somebody, you know, I got to seek professional help. I got to do this. I got to do this. It's crazy because it's the first time you're vocalizing so now like thousands of people are going to know this. But um, but yeah, for me, that's the biggest struggle because everyone knows me for being a strong person. Or That's great. Yeah. That's great. Or they see, they see a certain uh, lifestyle and they assume like... I have my shit together, and my thing is this. Sometimes, like being a mom, I tell you this is the, the toughest fucking job in this world. And I honestly, no, I've I like, I've had to apologize. I know, I really I've had to apologize to women before because I was judgmental. I knew it was tough, but day not. I I just was thinking day to day activity. Mentally, is the toughest battle you'll ever experience in life. I've heard. Every woman I've asked is
2: postpartum something that you've gone through and 95% of the women I've asked have said yes. And that's so sad because it's not, you know... It's not a small thing. It's really it's really important cuz your yes. mental Well, you're is,
1: dealing with a whole lot of new
2: components. Yeah, you just it's gave birth to a, a whole child. human being. And you can't if you can't even be there for yourself. Right. How are you going to be there for And a baby? that's where your part. And, that's that's where you get, really really mm. show And I think up,
0: you know I think what we always leave off the off the table when it comes to postpartum people uh fail to realize this um It's it's you're going through a chemical imbalance for a very long time. Your body went through almost 10 months of um, maintaining a certain amount of chemicals in your body that that generated these different type of emotions. Mm -hmm. So now you gave birth your body is reverting back to what you were a year ago and that's happening at different levels so there was times where i'm like oh my god what the fuck i'm not thinking about this this is not real this is this is and then you don't feel like yourself because your emotions your thoughts your anxiety you medicines I don't. I tried. It doesn't necessarily work for me because I'm a person. I'm so in my head, and I'm so judgmental of myself. And that's something oh, that Mindfulness I, meditation yes. would be great <sighs> for you. So I, I've been studying mindfulness. Okay. I'm I've learning studying. to be a guide, by the way. I should send you some of my stuff. So I've been studying mindfulness. I'm doing a lot of readings, and um, I'm in therapy and working yeah. through a lot of things, and as a whole host It's a of practice, shit. you know? Yes. It's a practice. It's oh. not a one-shot. I'm dying. Oh, no, I'm no, here. No. Like I know. Trust yeah. me that that has helped me uh, for the first three four months getting through postpartum was that mm-hmm. until I found my my therapist, which is like oh, oh my bible, wonderful. but yeah, oh. but yeah, that's that's my struggle. I, I'm sorry guys, I just divulging just gave no, a lot. Thank you yes. for
1: being so vulnerable. Yes, yesterday. yes, that's, that's that's what, that's, what we're that's here for. That's the strongest for. thing. So being I do have a new strong. one though. God, because I you guys caught me slipping. Yes. But I got a good one. Yes. Nice. So something that for sure women experience that men in this patriarchal society do not um, is uh, vitality being attached to youth. Yes. Ooh. Men have a longer shelf life than women do mm-hmm. in – I'm going to say I'm pursuing media and entertainment, so I'm going to say it in the entertainment media. World. Yes. But really in all, in everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but more specifically entertainment. It fucking sucks, man. Mm-hmm. It sucks that, especially as an actor – you're you're done after thirty five. At thirty five, you're a mom. you you're mm-hmm. considered a mom and the roles are cut in half. Uh-huh. Not even wow. less. Less. And that's men men only get more opportunities. Uh-huh. And that doesn't see any race. Because they can, I, yeah. let me repeat that. That doesn't see any race. Uh-huh. That is strictly a gender sex thing. I mean,
2: I can't even disagree with that. Like
1: exactly. Like even even if you think about even it. Even older can't. black. Or and and Latino actors get uh, male actors
0: get more opportunities than the females. Uh-huh. That's even in music, especially Anything. because a lot of times Entertainment, everything. Um, mm-hmm. they cast women on roles that they've played before. So we it's Typecast. not very going to the same four people. It's not, so it, no it, yeah, it's the same bacon. bitches that you see in movies all the time, and it's never like oh this is new. And then we're opportunities we do, for white old women. Yeah, and then now when we do see Fucking new women, old white women. Now uh, when we do see new female actors, <laughs> um, oftentimes if we like them, then we keep seeing them again, and it just. Mm-hmm. But Netflix has been bringing in new. Um, Netflix allotted. has
2: really been, um, sh- has a very broad spectrum of things to watch, which I really enjoy. Shout out to Wentworth, so, that's my shit. It's so overwhelming. It's that.
1: so overwhelming. Someone tells me to watch something, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I don't even look at it. I don't oh even look for God. it. Shit. I have a whole Netflix and I just can't. I just watched Rhythm and Flow. How was that? That was uh it was fine. It's like The Voice, but be, okay. it's like The Voice X-R. but better, but better. Okay. Okay. Raw. It's right. more raw. It's like all the sh- wh- whack ass components of The Voice taken out. But it's still very much yeah. the voice in that it's okay. structured. Fake scripts are given, yeah. but it's funny. Also, that Cardi B is just a character. I love her. She, I know, I love her. And honestly, I support anything and everything Dominican, always, all day, every day. I hear that. Yeah, siempre. Like I just anything Dominican for me is like always. I That's can't how wait I to
2: feel about back. being Jamaican. I swear to God, like yeah. I'm just super. <laughs> that is- Rap it. I'm sorry.
1: I love rap that it. shit. Wrap it. wrap it, man. She's I'm so making my, making up for lost time. I'm, I'm going
2: to a bashment after this. Yes. Oh. Tine, yes. Tine, up. Oh.
0: Tine up. Yes.
2: I can't wait. up. Yes. I love being Jamaican. And that's the one thing, like, that's the only thing that I could say about being Jamaican is that I wish I was born there. Only because, like, every time I say somebody, somebody asks, oh, what do you guys say I'm Jamaican? They say, oh, so when did you come here? I mean, I was born in America, but. I grew mm. up in How, Jamaica. Oh, so you do
1: say Jamaican. Yes. I, I don't do say the, I, I'm I not American. I do the opposite. I go, I go, because um, I know what they're trying to get at, but they always ask, what's your nationality? Mm-hmm. And I'm, tr- I'm trying to like do this ed- for education purposes. Like my nationality is American. Mm hmm. Now, if you're asking me what my ethnic background is, I am Dominican. So I like I'm like so I get like saucy because I'm I like pissing people off sometimes. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I feel weird answering that because of the response that I always get. So my mom is half Cuban, half Jamaican. Okay,
1: okay, okay. Yes.
0: And um and my dad is Jamaican. And basically they my mom's family migrated from Cuba to Jamaica, Mm -hmm. you know, right before the whole communist shit. Mm -hmm. So um People, when they ask me, mm-hmm. when people ask me stuff, it's really annoying because I immediately feel judged because it's either um, I'm not seen Cuban enough or Jamaican enough
2: mm. or something
0: like that. And it's annoying because then when they meet my mom, they like they don't know what to expect. But because they migrated to Jamaica, they adopted the culture Mm -hmm. and my mom was raised that way she was raised by her cuban grandmother and her jamaican grandmother and she just didn't want to adopt the cuban um culture so much because in jamaica it wouldn't have been appreciated you know Mm -hmm. Mm that's understandable yeah so um growing up a lot of my family members who i thought was jamaican because they spoke pato was they're (laughs) not fucking jamaican and i was like especially like when my aunt passed and we read her obituary and i was like wait she's not even i'm like fuck she's, <laughs> she's from cuba i'm like damn okay but so it's, it's, it's always kind of weird and just people just yeah. like kind of dismiss a it i question you guys so, yeah. i don't know what time
1: it is but i got a question mm-hmm. oh i gotta go guys okay oh my goodness no, we can okay. let me let me give you guys a
0: question first uh-huh go ahead
1: um the latin, uh, latin afro-latino mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. can they call themselves black
0: honestly yes. yes i feel okay. yes I no wanna, yes you're absolutely right i, I think you're wanna, black first. i don't want to feel i'm sorry
2: i think you're black first yes.
0: and i just feel like it depends <laughs> I think on where everybody's you black <laughs> i just feel like it's a it dependent way where, everybody's not black well where, no. well majority of the world is fucking for black sure, for sure i just so. feel like it, it dep- it's you're black and it's just the second part is wherever the slave ship landed
1: I agree with that. I I yeah, get it. I think also, you're black first. Black is a race, right? And mm-hmm. race come. The reason why we picked race when when a crime happens, and you know, you're, let's just say a woman gets robbed in the street or something, and the police come and talk to her, and they're like, "What do they look like?" You know, you're gonna fucking say either white, white, black, whatever. Like they're like made for society, like anthropologically speaking, uh-huh. to create markers for us, just to identify,
2: mm-hmm. really, labels which
1: fucking suck. But yeah. anyways. It is a race. Mm-hmm. There are some blackity black 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 ass. Domin- my grandfather is blacker, th- oh. the blackest man I've ever seen in my mother. Okay. Yeah, my my my
2: Period. brother's girlfriend is Dominican, but her father her her great grandfather black as hell. My
1: my blood sister, full brother, father and mother. My sister doesn't look anything like me. She's like, pa- black passing black. So. The when I see, especially when I see like parts of the black community being like, "You can't have this. You can't have this." It's like, "Oh,
0: really?" Because ten years ago, when because Dominicans are racist as fuck, and I get it. Because uh, I'm I about what. to say, because every Dominican racist. I know, they, they swear they're not black, they, and listen, I'm like, "Bitch, listen, you blacker than me." Wait, no, <laughs> listen
1: to this. Ten years ago, I remember the move was the the thing to say was, "Bitch, you're black. Own your blackness. Own your blackness." And now we're owning our blackness. You ain't black. Nah, you ain't. black. it's
2: like, wait a second. Well, you, what are we? This doing is here? the only thing I don't like is when they. They only pick being black when it's cool. When it's convenient. Nah, bitch. Nah, nah. You was nah. Like, like, um, what's her name? Stacey Dash? You know what's fucking mm. c- crazy? And she probably never knows this. We're dead ass cousins. And she doesn't know. Like, we're like third cousins. But really? let's say this.
0: Oh, so you're related to Damon too?
2: Yes. Oh, okay. They're third, they're my third cousins. Or some oh. something along those lines. I have to look at my Ooh, family. Girl,
0: can I get twenty dollars?
2: <laughs> bitch, I don't know her. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie, like the fact she that she tries arrested. to tries to like like, demote her blackness is crazy as fuck because you're from Barbados.
1: Oh, is that where she's from? That's
2: where our bloodline is at, where the Dashes are from, is Barbados. What's and your last name? Um, My my um, paternal last name is Stuart, but the Dash is, like, my grandmother's father or something like that. Some kind of way we're, we're related. But I just feel like, you know, like, the fact that people demote being black because they think that being another race is cool... It's corny because honestly,
0: everybody wants to be black, bitch. Mm-hmm. They take the culture. Black is beautiful. Um, is so beautiful. guys, but, we're gonna have to wrap this episode because I I, I want to say brr, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now, I was to gonna to go. I was gonna, I was gonna try <laughs> do. to do it, but I didn't want to fuck it up. Cause, oh, cause you try, it so it, well. try it. Try it. Fiona! You did you, dude, you that did was a, that was a good try Listen girl right. that's
1: better than half the shit I've heard oh, <laughs> I, uh... no, like I'm having a stroke while they're oh saying it Oh my god
2: <laughs> But I'm... Thank you so much.
1: Can yeah. I plug my shit? Can yeah.
0: plug you my can shit?
2: plug your we shit ever. Like,
0: we always like ever. plug. Go ahead.
1: Yay. Awesome. So my name is Brianda, brrr, la Brianda. Yes. and you can follow me personally at That's Brianda on IG and Twitter, but please, more importantly, support my podcast. It's a yes. small indie podcast called Super Trip Talk, where mm-hmm. we discuss uh psychedelics and um, their healing properties. So yes. follow us at, yes. at Super Trip Talk on all things, or visit us at SuperTriptalk.com to learn more information. Drop me a line if you want to be a guest on my show, and
2: I won't Charge you, yeah. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I yes. like that. Stay blessed. So, so I think I'm gonna start calling myself La Danny.
1: La Dani, ah. no no, Dani, Dani. Dani. La Dani. First, I'm
2: gonna start calling myself that. Ever since Card- Cardi just did, and you just did. You know
1: Cardi. why she does it though? She does
2: it from La Rosalía, like uh, La Rosalía. Yeah, ah, you know. She Rosalia. said La
1: Cardi. I was like, also, I like that. Also, I've oh, I've been La Brianda. Like yeah. my mom, my it's like a it's a Latino thing yeah. to do. Like oh yeah, my sister's name is Omarchi. Oh yeah, La Marchi. Like you just like identify. Yeah,
0: that's
2: like cute. That. Yeah. So, that's whatever. cute. But so,
0: anyways, guys. Thank you so much Sarah. Thank guests. you for having Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Um, and guys, follow us on the Loud Ones podcast on IG, Twitter, Loud Ones podcast on IG. Follow me, always underscore Nas. Um, if you have any questions or you want advice, Please. we have a few things you can hit us up on. Um, the Loud Ones podcast at gmail.com or help at... TheLoudOnesPodcast dot com and visit our website TheLoudOnesPodcast dot com. Danny, what you want to plug? Um, my ad is Danny Bonaducci. and I
2: really want to say thank you for our listeners because you guys have really been showing up and showing Yay. out, and we really appreciate you because you don't have to listen, but you do. Yes. And shout out to all the people that's been giving reviews. Um. Yay. We- We really, really appreciate that. Yes. And lastly, we want questions. Please
0: slide in the fucking DM. Even if it's in a different language, guys, because we have listeners... Oh, everywhere we so we appreciate them even if it's another language we'll google translate. and translate and big so. shout out
2: to my jamaicans because you guys have yes really been you guys are one of the top down. followers
0: too in jamaica you guys so are holding
2: it down and Thanks. brooklyn brooklyn y'all been Yo, doing y'all
0: thing uh, we got
2: to do a live podcast in brooklyn because they are be pulling it look out for that but we're gonna yes. let brianna thank get out of here thank you thank bye. you so much bye thank you guys
1: thank you